0: Hi everyone, I'm Kara Scott, and welcome to this episode of The Heart of Poker, sponsored by 8 Today Poker, where we aim to introduce you to the players and personalities in the game in a totally new way. Now, if you're new to the podcast, I use a modified set of increasingly personal questions that was developed by psychologists 25 years ago. They had total strangers ask them of each other, and the theory was the strangers might then fall in love. Now, mine is a shorter list and I've updated some of the questions, but otherwise, this is what they came up with as a shortcut to get to know someone on a deeper level fast. And I'm here to help you all fall in love with my next guest. This is something my last guest, Phil Galphon, has already done. Uh, Farrah Fath-Galphon is one of the many TV film and sports stars who fell head over heels with poker. The difference being for her is that, you know, she put so much work in and became a respected, high-stakes poker player herself. And, you know, with her career as a popular TV actor, it's not surprising that she is, sorry, Phil, the funnier half of the Galphon poker <laughs> dynasty. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, Farah. I know it's hard to find the extra time at the moment.
1: Yeah, I mean... You know how it is. Us, Farah and Karas, we have yep. toddlers now, so um, that's pretty much overtaken my life the past couple of years. Um, yeah. But I'm happy to have a moment to talk to you about poker.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm glad to talk that about it.
1: That was pretty oh. fancy. Yeah. <laughs>
0: well, you're welcome. That's what I do. Uh, <laughs> it is what you do. It, it literally is actually what I do. It is. Um, yeah, I yeah. Know. yeah. But um, <laughs> speaking of finding time, now that Phil's kind of between challenges, will you be getting a bit more time to play some poker yourself? Because I know you haven't been able to, like a lot of people right now, uh,
1: right. play as well, much okay, as you'd so like. F- funny you should ask. Um, oh. This week I started to kind of like feel, feel hopeful that this whole COVID thing will be maybe coming to a close maybe okay, by the good. summer. I mean, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of um, promising updates in the Vegas community, like on Twitter huh. and just um, word of mouth, but also from actual officials. And so I, um, hmm. yeah, I haven't been playing. And so I am pretty scared to kind of jump back in the ring, especially at high stakes. Um, and my time is valuable, so I mm-hmm. don't necessarily want to jump back into, you know, the 2-5 and <laughs> the five ten <laughs> games. Um, if I'm going to play, I want to play. So um, I've uh, sort of been researching in the best way, like, for me to get back into it as far as, like, practice and study goes. So mm-hmm. Phil helped me kind of de- devise a game plan last night. And... Um, <sighs> literally after this conversation with you, I'm going to, um, start to, uh, that's another thing. Being a mom, my vocabulary has totally (laughs) left me. Like it's totally, I used to be able to like come up with interesting words and now I I can't ever think of any any words. Um, yeah. So I'm going to start, I'm going to start studying and, um, Maybe just playing some micros on on nice. an app or on the Nevada sites, and I I'm I'm very anxious to get back to it, you know. And I say mm-hmm. that, but then like probably once I finally sit down at the table, I'm going to be like, I miss my baby. <laughs> that's always what happens. So, um, yeah, yeah you know, if I don't, Phil doesn't have any action right now, so um, it's his it's his. I I thought it was a good time for him to um help me study and yeah. Um, yeah, he knows he knows always the best way for me to learn. He knows my personality and the way my brain works. So he's mm-hmm. always been the best at helping me. Um so he literally penciled me in um <laughs> on Tuesdays and Fridays. Those are my um those are gonna be my lesson days. Um nice. It must feel good to have a plan. Like after yes. so long of just kind of up in the yeah, air. <laughs> it definitely does. Um so I'm hoping that by the next time I get an invite um to either you know private game or a poker after dark or this that Mm. and the other i'll be feeling you know not too not too nervous right yeah poker after dark
0: that'd be great that'd be great to see on that again that'd be fun all right so my last guest on the podcast was your husband and we did talk about you which means i'm gonna ask you some of the same questions just to get your side of the story i think that's only fair really okay All right. So the first question we're going to start off with is, do you believe in love at first sight? Now, Phil told us the story of how you got together from his point of view. I'd love to hear it from yours. It's not every day that, you know, Twitter is how people meet.
1: Um, Do I believe in love at first sight? I don't think so. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that um, it's possible to fall in love extremely quickly. I think Phil I mean, I I would guess that he probably would would say the same thing, that I think we fell in love, like, maybe within the first week of, like, being together. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know about sight. Um, So, I mean, the story is, I I mean, I'm going to give you a medium version of it. Like, I don't want to go too too long but not too short i (laughs) i had um swore off all social media um in maybe like 2010 2011 like Hmm. it was facebook and myspace and 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 i refused to have a twitter um i it was just very toxic for me um being on television i would Mm -hmm. just read horrible things about myself and i I got to the point where like it was really just affecting me in my everyday life, just making me very sad. And so Mm -hmm. um, I never like sought out professional help or anything about it. I just said, you know what? Duh. I need to delete all this and, and not read stuff about me. And um, Mm -hmm. so I deleted my Facebook and I just stopped going on message boards. I stopped reading anything and um, I didn't have a Twitter. And then anyway, I, I, I signed on to do this reality show on E on the E network and in the contract was um, that I had to have a Twitter account to promote the show
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I couldn't get that part taken out. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I just said, look, I, I, I have a rule for myself. I don't, I don't get on social media anymore. So someone will have to run this account for me. And mm-hmm. that's exactly what they did. they, um, we're tweeting as me when the sh- when the show was airing, and you know, engaging with people. And well, curiosity <laughs> got the best of me one day, and I broke down, and I decided to look at the Farrah Fath Twitter account, oh. and it was so embarrassing. Oh, how they were portraying me and like my personality, just stuff that I would never say, like it was just Mm. so generic and corny and I was just mortified. (laughs) And so they got me and I just said, all right, give me the password. I'll take it from here. My goodness. And, um, and I saw, you know, I'm, I'm forcibly on this Twitter and I'm like, all right, so if I'm going to be on this thing, at least, I want to follow a few people that like I I, I admire and or think is cool, you know. And mm-hmm. my passion or my hot my main hobby besides my job was to play poker. So I um, just thought of a few poker players that I enjoyed watching on TV on high stakes poker, and and Mr. galthon was one of them. And I I think I followed maybe like three or four players, just him and maybe Daniel Negreanu and Phil Hellmuth and. I don't even remember who else it might have just been them. And huh. um and um I don't know. I followed him for about a year and I I always enjoyed reading his tweets. I thought they were like witty but in like a, you know, a subtle way and I just kind of I liked his vibe and then I started to follow a few more players um th- as the year went on and it was during the World Series and I was, I would see a lot of um complaining about how people like busted out and like you know a lot of it wasn't like being a sore loser or anything but um phil's phil's tweets were just still so positive positive even when he um Hmm. you know ran bad or busted out he would just talk about how what a lovely experience he had how many great people he met and i just i found his um take on things just very refreshing and so I felt comp- like I had been on this Twitter for about over a year, and then I finally—I don't know—I felt compelled to reply to one of his tre- tweets, tweets, mm-hmm. tweets, and um, that's just kind of where it it all started. And um, there, it, it became like a banter back and forth. And then, how we slid into the DMs was um, <laughs> I made a joke, and he he didn't this was like one of the first times that he didn't reply or like, like, like the message or anything. Uh And so I started to get really paranoid that like, I either offended him or he didn't get it or, or it was stupid or, you know, I was was feeling really insecure. Things were going pretty well. (laughs) And so I, um, I messaged, I, I was like, Oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. So I, um, I, me- I direct messaged him like sorry that was stupid or something like that
0: oh
1: and he was like oh I horrible. didn't I know and he was like I didn't even see it <laughs> and so of course yeah he didn't see it I mean obviously oh. I don't know why I ever doubted my jokes my jokes are great so right um but anyway so that's how we started huh. talking but then
0: you you ended up just talking you know from a distance for yeah. a- quite a while right mm-hmm. like you had a mm-hmm. completely just online relationship yeah mm-hmm yeah. Um, and I then he just couldn't think, take it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> he came to find we you. Met,
1: so that started in like June and it was by the end of August, um, uh-huh. he came down to LA and yeah, but he like, he made up a fib. He, he said he, yeah, he said he had plans to go see his friends, which actually his best friend's. Did live in LA, but he had, he didn't actually have plans to go down there and see them. But, um, <laughs> so, but I fell for that. I was like, Oh, you are. Um, and it wasn't until like two years later, he admitted to me that Aww. that was just to, to come meet me. But yeah,
0: yeah, obviously. Okay. Well, that's really sweet. That's actually pretty close to what he said too. And he fessed up pretty quickly to having completely fabricated a reason to come visit you. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I do have a friend there, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was really just to see her. So that's really sweet. Okay. Um, the next question would be, what would Phil say is your worst habit? Habit. Um... Because I find that, uh, especially the last kind of year, with people being in enforced close quarters on and off yeah. with lockdowns and whatnot, a lot of bad habits <laughs> have risen yeah. to the floor. Um, they become quite obvious.
1: He's never, if if I do anything to that annoys him, uh, I don't, he's never told me. I mean, a bad habit. I don't know if he... Oh. I don't, I'm not saying I'm perfect. I mean, I have habits, but I don't know. That's what really sweet say. though. Yeah. I don't know what he would say. Aww. I mean. Okay. I don't know. Did he say anything? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm like, what do you know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, he talked about his bad habits. So, and that was about it. Okay. Um, He's yeah, got a lot more bad habits than I do. It's <laughs> <laughs> got some stuff to work on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, next question is: When did you last sing to yourself or someone else? And I'm going to guess it was probably this morning, considering you have
1: a toddler. But yeah. Uh, um, aside from that, <laughs> let's see. Did I sing today? I'm. Um, yes, I did sing today. Hmm. Um, Spencer and I sing. Um, you know, if you, Old MacDonald had a farm and. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. Right. Yeah. Well,
0: is music important to you? Uh,
1: kind of outside of the you know childhood realm. I, de- I definitely don't come from a musical family. I mean, mm-hmm. I enjoy music. I definitely. I don't think that I have like very good taste in music. Like, I <laughs> I like like two thousands hip hop. <laughs> you know, like There's I do nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I just um, I'm not like super. I don't. I can't identify a note or anything like that Mm -hmm. um phil's family is a little more musical than mine or a lot more and uh i can tell that spencer um really enjoys music and he you know if you let him bang on a piano it actually doesn't sound too bad and Mm -hmm. um so we'll see how that goes um yeah, I mean, there's even singers in Phil's family. His sister sings. Oh. His aunt, his mom, sings. They all. The, there's a, there's a lot of singers. So I'm I'm huh. curious to see how, if that trickles over. And his and right. Phil's brothers in a band and plays like different instruments and. So there's um, a lot of creativity in his genes. There's a lot between of creativity, of yeah, a lot of art, mm-hmm. art, artistic stuff going on. So.
0: Can you see yourself in him? Can you see Phil in him and yourself in him? Already? Yeah, I can
1: see both of us. Um, he he's a little bit of an actor. Like yesterday, <laughs> he pretended to get hurt and he actually produced real tears. I gave him wow. a, I gave him a kiss and he just said, "All better," and just hopped right up and <laughs> continued on with his whatever he was playing with. Um wow. and like if he yeah if he hurts himself he loves to reenact the whole entire scene like how it happened mm-hmm. and um there's a few movies that he watches and that he has, he has like completely memorized and he, and he even has like the actions memorized of like what the characters do with their hands. And um, mm-hmm. he, so he'll act out the whole movies. Um, and he loves numbers too. So um, I don't know that. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see what, what he, um, you know, what he likes to do and I think yeah. he'll be good at a lot of things but maybe I'm just curious if there's going to be one thing that's like exceptional I mean like all parents wonder this like is is my ta- is my kid going to be really talented at something you hope so <laughs> but you know whatever it is what it is
0: but, yeah. yeah sometimes I wonder about that I think do it maybe I just want her to be super average because I yeah. think average <laughs> is so much easier to be happy yeah <laughs> like I don't know I do wonder maybe I'm yeah. I don't think I'm going to be pushing her too hard. Although it is kind of funny because I remember there was a video a long time ago of, uh, Phil and Spencer and Spencer was like calling out numbers or cards, yeah. I think. And, um, my husband saw that and I did walk in on him trying to drill her on numbers. <laughs> so he's like, you will learn these numbers. <laughs> She'll learn them eventually. It's okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I will say that like he- Spencer learned his his like one through 10 and his ABCs like astonishingly early like by fifteen yeah. months but he's kind of plateaued since then he can now count to 20 but like he, he I, you know we thought maybe we had like this little genius on our hands and he is mm-hmm. a smart boy but like he definitely like isn't blowing our minds like
0: it's any, for like the bad, best you
1: no know? yeah. yeah so
0: I think it's for the best yeah <laughs> honestly i'm all about the average i think that's a really good idea um okay so the next question takes a little bit of a dark turn okay so brace yourself
1: all right do you
0: have a secret hunch about
1: how you could die Ooh, um secret hunch about how i could die well no i don't i mean my Mm -hmm. mom is a is a breast cancer survivor. Mm. Um, there is cancer, a lot of cancer in my family. I don't know, maybe mm-hmm. cancer, uh, but I don't. I've never have any ha- have had any type of feeling about that. I've never been. A lot of people say, "Oh, I've, I've always had a feeling I'm going to die young," and right, I'm, I don't know, but I will. T- it. I do get like uh, a little more freaked out n- now that I'm a mom. Like just like mm. driving by myself, like I don't even like to. I don't like to drive by myself anymore. Like, I want the whole family in the car with me. Like, oh. if we're going to get hit, we're all getting hit. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> like, yeah, like, I don't want to, like, leave my family early or any, you know, so. Yeah. But, no, I, like, I don't, I wouldn't say I have, I've had any hunches. Um, right. Just, no. Okay. Well, we're going to okay. finish the first set of
0: questions on an, on a high note then from that. what okay. did, For what in your life do you feel the most grateful?
1: Oh... I mean, I, I, I mean, I would have to, it's a, you know, it's a tie between my husband and my son. Like Phil is like, I'm, I'm so, I feel so lucky to have met like he's just such a good match for me. I mean, I just think
0: Mm -hmm.
1: we're such a good yin and yang and like we're best friends and just great partners. Like we don't fight. Everything is just, it's just so easy. And, Mm. um, yeah so i just feel i mean i feel really blessed to have met phil and he's you know i just respect him so much i look up to him so much like he makes me want to be a better person like he's just his moral compass is like off the charts and like i just would never like i think about disappointing him and it like it brings me it just brings me to tears like i just want him to be proud of me and um yeah, so his, his, my relationship with Phils pro- is the best thing that's ever happened to me. And obviously, mm-hmm. little Spence is like, you know, a direct. He's um, pretty special too. A yeah. direct little, <laughs> uh, you know, there goes my vocabulary again. Um, but you know what I mean. Uh,
0: I do. I do. And yeah. I completely understand the vocabulary thing because honestly, it's really hard to form words sometimes. It is <laughs>
1: really hard to form words. And then like, like brain mush. Yeah. I'm just always mm. a little bit more tired than I used to be. So like, I can't think of the, the good words anymore. And I haven't been yeah. around people. I haven't been like having conversations like this. So that that's yeah. another reason. We're very out of practice. So yeah, honestly, when this,
0: if, when this all kind of ends and I go back to like proper work and actually see people face to face and <laughs> yeah. have conversations, I do not know what I'm going to do.
1: Yeah, I think if I shot. burst into tears, I'll be like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. sorry,
1: I don't even know why I'm crying. This is just really nice. Yeah. I have a nanny that helps me out a few days a week, and I talk to her so much. And I like the uh, other day, yeah. I, was, I was like, I just wanted to say that um, I'm sorry for always talking your ear off, but you're the only person <laughs> that's ever over here. So like, yeah, um, I just like start thinking of stuff, and I just like, I I, I just talk her little ear off, and she mm-hmm. she's she she said she enjoys it, but like, um, I said, <laughs> ordinary, in a regular life, I wouldn't be this like wordy, but I, you're the only one I see. So
0: yeah, it happens. I, I actually, I talk to my butcher yeah. I go shopping every Friday <laughs> afternoon is my Friday out of the house where on the yeah. afternoon I can leave my child. And, uh, I do that. And everyone obviously speaks Italian cause I live in Italy and I don't speak fluently, but I'm working on it. Mm-hmm. So I go to the same places every single time. My egg guy, my bread guy, my butcher, Yeah. Fruit and vegetable people. Right. And uh, I talked to them and my butcher today was like, you should come shopping more than once a week. Your Italian's not very good. I was like, (laughs) I'm trying. I'm really trying. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're very sweet about it. Um, Okay. We're going to the second set of questions. A little bit more personal. Mm -hmm. Um, If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about absolutely anything, it could be about your life or your future or something that's already happened is there anything that you would want to know? Are there any secrets out there that kind of just sit there teasing you at the back of your brain that you need to know?
1: Hmm. It's my, if I say no, I mean, are these just the most boring No, Go for it. No, absolutely. Um,
0: There's nothing that kind of, that you've always wondered. That's a pretty cool way to be.
1: No, I, so I've, I've, I've lived a life where like, if there's something I have wanted or dreamed of, um, it's crazy because I've accomplished Mm -hmm. or I've, I've gone after it and I've been successful at the things that I've wanted to do. So, um, I, I've kind of, you know, I have these like different eras of my life, the acting era, which seems so long ago, but, um, it mm-hmm. was just, a, it was a huge part of my life. I mean, it was maybe like 13 years. I, I worked almost every day, um, acting, which is professionally, which is just absurd. And I got to do that and it was so fun. And then, um, that kind of just ended for me in a way. like, I didn't choose for it to stop, but then mm-hmm. my life My, my path led me to fill and, um, and then I got to focus on my other passion and, and then, you know, after years of working at Hmm. that, I, I found success and, um, those are my two main passions. And then I all, you know, I wanted to have a baby and I've, and now I'm, that's the next, that's the era that I'm in now. So I've, my Mm -hmm. life's kind of been in these little part parts and, um, so I don't I, I don't have any like I, I wonder what could have been or um you know I'm just I'm really lucky that I've been able to do the things that I've wanted to do and mm-hmm. I don't I I sowed all my oats and um, <laughs> I'm where I'm supposed to be and I uh, I'm cu- I'm curious a little you know about like what kind of career what what career stuff is going to happen for me down the line because I definitely mm-hmm. still want to work and make money and um and do the things that I love. So I don't know if that means I'll I mean I did a, st- a I did a little bit of acting in 2018 right when I got pregnant. Um I don't know if that'll come up again or or not, but I'm just kind of up for whatever. Um <sighs> I I don't necessarily want to be told what's going to happen. I kind of like not knowing. Um yeah, yeah. so yeah
0: would you pursue acting again or is it just something where you're thinking if the right thing came to me then I would do it but
1: I think at this point I'm so out of the game as far as like auditioning goes I just don't Mm. even think I would be able to get into the room because I have I just have no like current experience so I would have Hmm. to probably and I don't think I'll ever have the energy for this but I'd probably have to (laughs) produce something myself um right you know put up the money for it and then star in it or something like Mm -hmm. that's what I would have to do if I really wanted to get back into that again but honestly um poker kind of took over the number one spot for me like as far as what I love to do so Mm -hmm. um I'm more inclined and motivated to, um, get back into poker and, um, kind of pick up where I left off hopefully, which Mm -hmm. was, which, you know, things went really well for me in the last couple of years that I played. So, um, yeah, I'm hoping it's like riding a bike. I'm hoping, you know,
0: (laughs) I'm hoping
1: we'll see. Um, but yeah. Well, a lot of people are going to be slightly
0: out of practice at least live so I I think so it's not a bad time it's not bad timing
1: really you know oh my god considering I you know I feel guilty (laughs) saying it but like it's been great timing for me I mean yeah I um I've gotten to spend so much time with my baby and that Mm -hmm. he's needed me during during these past couple years and so my FOMO um as far as playing goes is just been like basi- basically washed away because I I wouldn't play until um it was safe and or I won't yeah, play until it's safe, and um, I know a lot of I'm I'm thankful that I'm in that position because I know so many player live players, um you know they needed they need to still make money to make ends meet and they they're out right. there with their masks and their hand sanitizers and they've all gotten Oof. COVID, and Ugh. um and I so I'm I'm really. I'm so thankful that I've been able to sit back and, um, and wait, wait it out. Um, and I've had gotten to spend so much time with my baby, you know, and mm-hmm. I, um, and he's going to start school in the fall, hopefully, I, I think, I think that's our plan. And um, once that happens, then I'll have more time to, I don't know, work on whatever I need to do to get mm-hmm. back into things.
0: Okay, well, talking about family now, yeah. kind of going back to your own family. What um how close and warm is your own family? Do you feel like your childhood was,
1: you know, happier than most? Mm, uh, yeah, I mean, I I had overall I had a, a fine childhood. Uh my parents got divorced when I was 8 and um there was some stuff there, you know, not mm-hmm. great there, stuff, of but there um is. Yeah, and I um was I was actually bullied a lot in middle school, and really, um, yeah, I had a I had a rough time, and I think I think that made me um want to get lost. In, I, that's why I loved acting. I loved drama class. Mm-hmm. Drama drama was the only class that I got a hundred percent, and like I like was failing every other class. Um, I loved losing myself in another character. And like, it was my way of escaping, I think. And yeah. Um, so when I was a freshman in high school, still being bullied, um, I convinced my mom to take me to Hollywood. And um, I'm not going to get into how we did it or whatever. But I did. My mom was very supportive of my crazy dreams. And My dad thought we were nuts, um, (laughs) but he got real proud of me real fast. Um, and, uh, yeah. And then, you know, it's kind of weird being a child actor when the dynamic, um, between your parents, when they used to support you and then now you're supporting them, it it got weird Mm -hmm. and, um, there was some more stuff there and, uh, I don't, you know, child acting like if my son ever wants to do it at least i learned what not to do. <laughs> yeah. Um i would be like i would definitely be a stage mom but in like the best most organized right. way possible Protective way. <laughs> yeah. So Yeah. Um but everything's good. I mean mm. like my my mom she loves her grandkids. She's been out here for god since before christmas. Uh, My sister and her family moved out to Vegas. They lived in Kentucky where I'm from. Um, They moved out here two years ago. And so my mom's just been spending a lot of time out here. She's finally Mm -hmm. going back to her old Kentucky home on Monday. Um, But yeah, I mean, I definitely uh, didn't have, I mean, it's, I had a great family. Like my grandparents are great and like uh, very close Mm -hmm. with my cousins and my aunts and uncles and um my extended family and like it wasn't all bad Mm -hmm. but like phil definitely had more of a charmed childhood um right like yeah so yeah when we compare the the, so those backgrounds yeah
0: right so what would you say would be like if you have one like your happy place somewhere that you would you go to when you kind of need i don't know
1: lol i used i I would have used to have said a casino
0: (laughs) yeah i know um it's okay i
1: would have said an airport so (laughs) (laughs) happy place um i'm happiest around like 5 30 6 p.m every day when phil gets done with work Mm. and i get to pour my my nightly glass of wine (laughs) And we just like have family <laughs> time and wind down, and I feel like such a sense of um, a, like accomplishment, like from like getting through the day and taking taking care of my baby all day, and yeah. Um, so my happy place is just home, and uh, I am a homebody, and so like this, as tough as it was in the beginning um, of the pandemic, I mean that that was mostly because I we were in that. Um, small apartment in vancouver and i didn't have my things and i didn't it was just different for me out there um i love vancouver but if i had known we were gonna be quarantined i (sighs) i maybe wouldn't have gone um or yeah but anyway um so, I mean, you know, obviously what it's like to yeah. be quarantined, not at your house. Um, yeah. So, I,
0: I watched a lot of your updates and it kind of made me feel like I wasn't entirely losing my mind on my yeah, own. Yeah. So I it, definitely it lost my bit. mind a
1: few times. So, Yeah. Um, it's hard not to. <laughs> yeah. And like, I, my mental health game is pretty strong. So like, yeah, that, that kind of surprised me, but I think that if I had been home, I I would have been, I would have done much better with it. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, I do love being home and I just, I like the, I like our early evenings together and we figure nice. out dinner and yeah. Hmm. Okay. I'm um,
0: talking about friendship. Did I, even ans- did I
1: answer that co- question? Uh, I don't no,
0: totally. Okay. That's what this podcast is about. To be honest, it's like, <laughs> it's just stuff like this. <laughs> um, yeah. and then we move on to other little things and that's about it. Um, and yeah, so friendship, um, what do you value the most in a friendship? And are there any kind of big deal breakers for you?
1: Um, you know, it's funny because, uh, the person, like I, I have, uh, the person I consider my best friend, like I hardly ever see. And Mm. he was my roommate in LA and, um, And so, and my, and Phil said to me like recently, we were talking about best friends. He was like, I, he was like, I find it surprising you still call him your best friend because, like, you know, you don't, we just don't see each other that often. And, Mm. but it's because, like, we, I don't know, we bonded, we had, we bonded through a period of our life where, it meant a lot. And I know that he would do anything for me. And uh, he's just a very loyal, loyal friend. Like, I don't have to see or talk to him for a year. But I know Mm -hmm. if I needed anything, he would be there at the drop, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and I know that he knows the same goes for me. So um, I, I'm not a very needy friend. I don't, I I like just having I like if I we can just sit in silence together then then it's cool, you know? Like right. um yeah, I'm just most comfortable. Like my best friend, his name's Danny, uh like he and I we can just totally be exactly who we are. Like there's no you know, I don't know, like mm-hmm. say like there's no filter, there's no judgment. It's, it's a lot of laughing. And um, hmm. so, yeah, I guess just uh, being able to be your true self and uh, I don't know, that, that would yeah. be it. Yeah. Did you, was it easy to make
0: friends when you were an actor? Or all my actually friends were difficult?
1: I'd say all my friends were like other actors or people that I yeah. knew from my show. Like I met so many, I mean, I had so many good friends for, that I worked with um, only probably one person that I hated <laughs> like in all of my years. <laughs> and wow. um, she was awful. She was just awful. Um, but um, like on days of our lives of, uh, every single buddy or every little co-star I had was is like still a good friend like I mean I just I was really lucky in that sense that yeah yeah Yeah, so most of my friends were actors and then you could meet other friends through their through them but yeah I mean I would say most of my friends were all in the industry um yeah yeah and then like that's how it is with poker I mean once when I started playing poker then all my friends were poker players and now that's just how it is like all it's nice to be able to like talk about your profession or your you know mm-hmm. your when you're with when you're friends with someone who isn't in that industry then it's kind of like oh, what do we talk about <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: i imagine that the two industries kind of share the, I don't know, the 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 fact that our our job is more of a lifestyle
1: yeah <laughs> I mean exactly. poker isn't
0: just what you do yeah it's kind of who you are for a lot of it like, you the And understand you traveling the hours yeah. and yeah exactly mm-hmm. so it can't just be like oh you know why didn't you come to my wedding well specific-
1: yeah specifically <laughs> was poker. was on a final table it, what are yeah exactly specifically poker is is hard to talk to talk about to someone who is just yeah not- not even like remotely familiar with the with the genre so um mm-hmm. it's like you just won't understand anything that i have to say so yeah <laughs> um and then like when i was playing live i for like two years i was playing at aria almost every day and uh i met so many little buddies there and you know you just nice. see someone you see people so often you just you get to be friends so yeah
0: okay um going in a slightly darker turn again for this question. Uh, have you ever been truly terrified?
1: Uh, truly terrified. Um, terrified. I've been scared a few times. I don't know about terrified. Mm -hmm. Um, no good I mean no, not, that's I a good thing so. huh. I don't think so and I don't want to spend well, too much time trying to wreck my brain about it but I don't think so okay all right um the next one
0: is when did you last cry in front of another person or by yourself when
1: did I last cry
0: <laughs> you can say the Britney documentary if you want to oh
1: well yeah <laughs> I mean that's probably it I couldn't sleep after I watched that. I got so mad. Um, yeah Phil and I watched it the night that it came out and I definitely teared up a few times. I just felt so awful for her. I mean she, society mm-hmm. just shit all over her. It was just infuriating yeah. and um, I got I got a lot of anxiety watching that and then I couldn't sleep for I couldn't fall asleep for a couple hours. Um, mm. but uh, I definitely I definitely teared up over that. I mean, that was, yeah, that was recent. So thank you for thinking of my answer. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> That's probably not great
0: interviewing right there. Um, <laughs> did you find when you became a mother that, you know, tears came a little more easily? <laughs> um.
1: Yeah, I get like, um, I'm definitely a, a little more emotional. I've never been a big crier, but um, I my heart, you know, is filled with so much love and joy now. So I, I find myself Mm -hmm. like, like recently I had friends. um, We had friends tell us that they're having a baby and, and I, Oh no. Okay. That's my answer. Kara. Sorry. Oh, good. Yeah. There, there we go. Um, That was more recent than the Britney document documentary. We had friends (laughs) tell us that they're having a baby and, I like I got seriously choked up and I, I when you are, when you have a baby and then like your close friends are about to have one it's like it's so much more special because then you're like oh my god we get to do it together and it's like I've been I've been waiting for this you know so yeah. Um, yeah I definitely I cried when they told us and I and that's I think I wouldn't have cried if I hadn't if I wasn't a mom already right yeah 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 that's Uh, that's good and and that surprised me that I got so emotional about it but Mm. I think I have to give her some really good pointers about how to
0: like cope with the whole thing the first year is really hard so it's good for you know new parents to have old parents (laughs) to talk to yeah I think yeah yeah all right another question here Mm -hmm. what if anything is too
1: serious to be joked about
0: do you think there's anything too serious to be joked
1: about well, I mean, I think some things are off limits. I mean, uh, I am a huge Dave Chappelle fan, and I still enjoyed watching this particular special. But he had a lot of jokes about like child molestation, uh, and I was like, "Eh, like I, yeah. I'm, I'm very open. Like, I, I, I don't think much should be off topic. But I don't. I remember thinking yeah. like, "Eh, I don't like this." Yeah, so which is fair enough. I mean, yeah, it is really mean that a not a good left to
0: go to jail for bad jokes. It's just like that's probably not like, a great topic to joke about. Yeah, when
1: you're yeah, <laughs> I mean like now that <laughs> when once you're a parent thinking about something like that Oof. like just can absolutely make just you want to throw up everywhere and like punch yeah. holes in the wall, so I just yeah.
0: yeah. So if okay. it's a joke,
1: so, probably not doing what it's supposed to do
0: and making yeah. people laugh. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I think we have time for maybe like one more question. Okay. So it's another big one. If you were to die this evening with no mm-hmm. chance to communicate with anyone, is there anything you would regret not
1: having said? Um, I don't think so. Um, yeah.
0: You strike me as a very open person in that, you know, if you have something you want to say you would say Yeah,
1: it. I mean there's some topics like with my parents that I just kind of I think are like it would be like kind of pointless or like beating a dead horse or mm-hmm. There would be some things that I would I, but the, it's just like they're so set in their ways that like I don't know they just wouldn't hear me out. So mm. I I mean there I've I've thought about I've thought about like if they if they passed, like, would I regret mm-hmm. not having said XYZ? But, um, so I guess that would kind of be the same thing here. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the people closest to me n- know, like, uh, that I love them and I would do anything for them. So I'm, I would feel pretty, pretty okay with how I've, communicated with Mm -hmm. the people that are the most important to me but yeah maybe there may be some 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 things there with my parents that
0: but I feel like there's stuff (laughs) like that (laughs) kind of the lifetime of of talking or not talking with parents and families and all of that it's I don't know there's a lot wrapped up in it and I do worry myself thinking about all of the things that Ella, my kid is going to have to go to therapy for. Her. Yeah, and how you know, be like, remember that year that we got stuck on a farm, mm-hmm. and I didn't have any friends, mm-hmm. and then everything else as well. It's yeah. uh, I don't know, it worries me a little bit. It does, yeah. Um, yeah. But there's not much you can do about it. You got to do your best, I no, guess. Yeah, I mean, my
1: my nieces know I love them. My sister knows. My brother-in-law, my husband, my mm-hmm. baby. So the people that are the most important. I think they would have nothing but good things to say about me. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd have, I'd good. have a nice eulogy. And...
0: It's yeah. important. Yeah, that's important. Okay. Well, that was our last question. And I appreciate you being so game for this because I know it is not the usual poker interview. I hope it felt okay for you.
1: It was fun. Okay,
0: cool. Good. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. It was nice to get to know you on a, you know, on a different level for sure than the poker hands and, and, you know, seeing what your wine o'clocks are because your wine o'clocks on Instagram are fantastic. And so oh, if anyone is not following you on Instagram, then they should definitely go and do that. Thank you.
1: Well, thank you for asking me. You made me feel special. No, <laughs> oh, well, I appreciate that. Um, well, everyone yeah, asked but- Phil to do, do all the things. And then so, yeah, you know, it was nice that you asked both of us. Thank you.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I asked you at the, literally, it was the same time because I I wanted both of you to be able to do it and I was so glad you could. So yeah, thank you for opening up and um, thank you to everybody out there for listening. I hope you feel like you know the person behind the poker just a little bit better now. And everyone, please join me next time on The Heart of Poker, sponsored by 8 at 8 Poker.